Let's let's get Great. into the show. Oh, actually, you know what? I already know how I know how we could have started the show. What? We need to hype up what's about to happen because listen. Oh, you talking that, about them too. <laughs> the I picture just of see the footage, God the, damn it. the picture of YouTube <laughs> that we use on our social media to talk about the story that's going to be told. I can't help but laugh every time I see that picture. Yeah, that picture is funny. That's why I put it where I put it. <laughs> Cause Tim looked like he was about to do a full. <laughs> Man, about to go crazy. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> hey, this would be flash like a motherfucker out here. <laughs> oh boy! While Eric was stretching in a way that was kind of like, yeah, I need to take care of myself right now. Like, let, me, <laughs> let me stretch this out. What? Pause. Pause. But yeah, let's get into the show because we're gonna have to talk about that. So let's just let's just do this. Episode 160 of Technical File, the sports podcast. You never knew you needed it. It's your boy, T I M K I N G D. You threw me off for a second, Eric J. AKA Mr. Give It To Me. This motherfucker here, bro. We really fucked up. I was swimming underwater. Oh shit, bro! I'm just our facial expressions. <laughs> Everybody looking like what? The fuck? We were so shocked, like oh shit! <laughs> I am the Air J. <laughs> Only known as <laughs> the Air J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life chief of Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. The stay at home Jabron. The stay at home. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Eric had me on edge the whole uh rest of the intro because I didn't know if he was gonna <laughs> jump in again. Like I was like nervous. <laughs> <laughs> just out here just winging it and shit. But anyways, dear old friends and pals and buddies. Go ahead and follow us at www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You can also find us on the Instagram and the Twitter at Technical File. Also, you can mosey on over to Facebook. We have a page there, Technical File Podcast. Then you can jump right on over to Technical File Pod Overtime, which is our Facebook group, where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. Um, like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fam, I'm sure with everyone you know, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your brother, everybody. Share with everybody. Sharing is caring. We don't grow without y'all. So let's, you know, so, so let's get it. Um, Ken, you got rave reviews last week <coughs> for your um, turn the volume up so that you can tell the people to listen to tech file. Last oh, week. for real? <laughs> Apparently that line of and we black was the killer. 
<laughs> That's the new tagline. Hey, and we black. Tech you, file. You never go wrong with that. And we black. You know what? That should be the new tagline. <laughs> <laughs> the sports podcast. You never knew you needed. And we black. And we black. Put it like little letters and like a dot 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 after the end. And we black. <laughs> I, I see it. I see the vision. Is there, uh, is there a check file challenge this week? Um, thank thank you to everybody that participated last week uh, with some suggestions. Um, that's dope. Um, this week, let me see. Um, oh, put us on 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 some Your favorite food. OnlyFans. Oh, favorite OnlyFans? What the fuck? No, I ain't paying for this shit. <laughs> you can be filthy as fuck. <laughs> I ain't gonna pay for something I can see for free. What the fuck? <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> Um, y'all can send that to Eric though. He he'll enjoy <laughs> no, that. I'm good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you go peruse. <laughs> um, but this week, um, put us on to your favorite food. So, okay. or, yeah, if y'all some real, if y'all some cooks, show us um like a dinner plate from this week. Oh, like they fit the favorite. What's they like best dish? Yeah. yeah, like the best dish that y'all make, or you know, y'all plate it real nice. Um, what's your signature dishes? What's your signature dish when you got to you know you going Mm. Cook tonight, and you like I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little razzle dazzle. Like, I'm a razzle dazzle. <clears throat> mm, I ain't did it in a minute, but uh, it'd be steak. Well, it'd be filet mignon with roasted broccoli, uh, smashed potatoes, and whatever she want to drink. Okay. Typically, it'd be like a apple crown and cranberry though. There you go. Never go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Something nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, a, I'm a I'm a pasta wizard. I can whip up any pasta like, wizard. Like pasta is my, is my joints. Like mm-hmm. all kinds, stuffed shells, homemade spaghetti. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll start doing like vodka sauces. I will do. I'll do whatever. Like I'll try any type of sauce, any kind of pasta. Uh, and I'm also very good with the baked fish. Okay. Just I can I like that because it's a blank palette, so it's like whatever you want that evening we can do. <laughs> oh, that's right. What's a good one though? Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> you cook, bro? No, I cook. I just don't have like a go-to. Um, what do so, I feel like eating at the time? Pause. So you don't have nothing that you just like. You know what? I'm just. I can. What can you eat over and over what I can sick of? <laughs> what, else want? what else? I got my beard right here. Take <laughs> out challenge. Let us know what your go-to dish is. Yeah, send those pics. Oh, the food. I was gonna say you left <laughs> that little open-ended. Uh, but whatever, but wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Google Podcasts, yep, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, see, Stitcher, Spotify, 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 iHeartRadio, Himalaya, Himalaya, Wooshka, Wooshka. And wherever you're listening to this episode right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars are better. Um, it helps us, and we appreciate it. For sure. Let's shout out the top listening cities from the last week. What? 
Number one, we got Spring, Texas. Spring, Texas. What what up? Number one. Appreciate it was, y'all. It was, it was shocking. Shout out, Spring. That's Number two, up. we got Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Y'all need to be number one for sure. And one, this is another one of those weeks where one and two, like it's a lot, like one and two were dominant, and then it just it falls. Like (laughs) (laughs) number three, we got Crowley, Texas. Okay, Crowley. Crowley's been there. I see y'all still sporting. Texas love for sure. Number four, we got Chicago, Illinois. Okay, Chi-Town still in there. See y'all. Number five, we got Copers Cove, Texas. More Texas. Copers Cove. That sounds like it's a beautiful place, though. Number six, we got Detroit, Michigan. All right, Detroit. Detroit. Welcome back, Detroit. So cold in the D. You don't don't go to Detroit basketball when you hear Detroit? I go to that song. It's so cold (laughs) in the D. <laughs> All about the D with that guy. Hey, yo, no, you remember that song? Y'all remember that song? I remember that song. He always got song. the D on his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven is Ashburn, uh, Virginia. What up, Ashburn? Virginia? I don't remember to hear Virginia like that. Okay. Shout to the VA. Number eight, we got Dallas, Texas. Okay, Dallas. Ooh, hey. What? What was that? A cheer. Keep, Keep going. <laughs> Number nine, we got Portland, Oregon. Okay, right, Portland. Portland. First. Hey, I appreciate y'all taking that, taking the time to listen to us. You know, I know y'all got a lot going on. Yeah, shout out. And number ten, we got Tyler, Texas. Okay, more Texas, Texas. love, rounding it out. Round, <laughs> rounding it out. <laughs> rounding it out. International listeners included the United Kingdom. Okay, UK. Hello, UK. Governor. Australia. Alright, man. Uh, what's up, Kang? <laughs> <laughs> what up? Number uh then we also had Belgium. Oh, Belgium, okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome. We had Spain. Spain back, okay. And we had Ukraine. The Ukraine. All right, welcome. <laughs> bars, bars to end that out. Um but Thank you for mentioning Kang. I just want to say shout out to the point guard crew holding oh, us down yeah. on uh, Locked on oh, Bucks yeah. last week. So, amazing job, my dog. It was a great job. That was Be- fun. Best damn guest host of all time on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was hard to try to explain strip club culture without saying strip club. <laughs> that I was, was trying. I was trying to keep it as PC. Like that was like going to work. Like on much of like going to work and then coming back to tech foul was like you kicking it. Like it was <laughs> kick off your shoes, relax your feet. Yeah, and party on party down to the down SKB. The SKB. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, I can say that here. You know what I'm saying? I'm at home. We cool. Yeah. Shout out to Kane. Yeah, we love the scrippers. But yeah, shout out to Kane for sure. Thank you for having me on. With that being said, let's get into the show because we got to talk about this race. So, in case y'all don't remember, during episode 158, Eric wondered if he'd be able to beat Tim in a foot race if Tim had on flip-flops. We got on this because we was talking about Webby trying to race his kids and falling like (laughs) (laughs) Looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> so we made sure to get that footage. So this weekend, Tim, beautiful bean footage. Tim came with the flip flippy flops. He had the oh, between jokes. the he had the between the uh, toes joints. Yeah, yes. the between the toe joints, bro. The the thong, <laughs> the thong flip flops. Don't 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 don't. <laughs> and uh, Eric had on the sneaks, and we see we wanted to see if Eric could beat be, could beat Tim. So, Dooch and Ken, I'm gonna bring mm. Dooch in on this because um, yeah, we wanted shit. to see the footage too. And Ken, <clears throat> you weren't there, so I'm gonna let y'all ask the questions, and uh, uh, Tim and Eric, y'all can tell everybody how the race went. <laughs> did you actually oh, run in? Did you actually run in the sandals? I did. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know you came out of them, bro. Came out of them. About them joints. Oh, Initially, uh, they were they were there, and then they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I it just want to. Who, who got hurt? Yeah, I got hurt. <laughs> oh, and surprise, surprise, I did not. Oh, <laughs> like, oh shit. Eric's gonna come back like, man, my Keeley's just fell off. Yeah, I had to supply Tim with some uh, hydrogen peroxide after the race. Ooh, <laughs> somebody <laughs> fell. <laughs> Goddamn pink it. Up. He was running so fast, he bust out the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I was moving so fast, one stayed in place. Did you did you beat your record of two point? What was it? Two point two forty. It may have been faster than that, bro. It may have been faster. The fastest man on. You're the fastest man of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was fun though. It was fun. It was hilarious. How many of them did y'all do? I just did one. We just did one. Just one. To be be exact, there was a false start. Okay. Yeah. That was about somebody to was cheating. Oh, the sandals. Yeah, somebody was moving too fast, bro. Mr. Sandals. <laughs> and he it jogged was, out. And it was too light. He did jog out the length of the race beforehand in his in his sandals. Oh, I was okay. like, you were trying to warm up. I see what you was doing, fam. Like, it was oh, just you, a false start. You actually That's did all. it in sandals. <laughs> That's funny. I need you to see for that. Dog. I swear. <laughs> Like we got when we got there, like Tim had socks on, and then he pulled them off, and I saw the state of his feet. I was like, mm, I don't like my chances right now. <laughs> <laughs> These are feet that have run barefoot before. Like I told y'all, it looked like it feet. too from the picture, dog. That's funny, dog. You got some stitch- African feet, bro. Yeah, <laughs> have a stitch of lotion on them joints. <laughs> on the real, <laughs> ain't clip a toenail, nothing. No, like, it can't, it can't it be all, soft bro. when you about to run on, on gravel, fam. My man's asked to run in grass. I'm like, nigga, no. This nigga Tim be running on gravel roads. Eric hit me with the, he was like, hey, uh, so for this race, um, we running on the grass or on the concrete? Nigga, who runs in sandals in the grass? Who races in the grass? Who runs in sandals, period? period. Oh, he's trying to get me fucked up out here. Nah, I'm good. I'm so... Yes. Eric and Eric and Tim, can y'all tell the people what happened during a race? I just sent Tim or I just sent Duke and Ken. <laughs> Yo, <I> am, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to watch this while y'all explain it. I, I just too. sent them the video. So could y'all All explain right. to the people what happened Whoa. during this race? Tim, you can go ahead. Uh, um 
So pretty much, uh, Ray started <laughs> off, you know, it was, it was a nice little stretch in the shit. And uh, there was a false start, came back to the line. We had a nice little takeoff and uh, one of the sandals came off. Eric was, you know, he had a nice little stride going, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, got to kick into another gear. And when I kicked into the second gear, the other sandal came off. <laughs> Eric probably had like three, four strides on me. And I just dug into the ground as hard as I could. And I tried to run this out. I think I caught that nigga, but <laughs> it was it was a good race. The thing is, like, so like, I get out to the league. I just hear like flip flops behind me. <laughs> and then probably like three fourths of the way through, I just see like a pair of keys come flying past my face. <laughs> I'm like, is this nigga throwing keys at me? Like, so I, I, like I can still hear him behind me. And I'm like, oh, I got this. So I like kind of eased up a little bit. I do think he caught up to me at the end, but like that was. It looked like he did, yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, if you didn't have the sandals on, you probably could have won, fam. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I would have won. <laughs> no, like, the sandals won. slowed like, you, slowed oh. you down. That was the point. Like I'm like, yeah, I, this I, was, I that got was that advantage. advantage. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you look, if you look close. Tim with that when Tim was barefoot, he he did technically win. That's what I'm saying. But it's a disqualification. But he could disqualify. Like it didn't count. He didn't have the sandals on. But like he Tim, so, out of me immediately. Oh, shit. Once so the sandals look, immediately. Once the sandals came off, Tim took. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> barefoot <laughs> took off. Y'all was running uphill. Yes, yeah, yes. I, I said we can run downhill. He said, "No, nah, let's run up." Like <laughs> what? Run uphill too? I was like, oh, "Give him another advantage." That is funny, dog. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about how that was yes, an advantage bro. for him. I said, "Okay." I was like, "All right, whatever advantage, bro." I'm Eric just nodded no silently, else. like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, Dang, I, 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 I didn't think about downhill. He's like, "Nah, we can run uphill." I was like, "You know what? This nigga want another. You know what? Fuck it. Fine." <laughs> But yeah, you you dug in with bare feet, fam, and you pulled that out, but it don't count. So <laughs> and then ripped the skin off his toe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that, gross. That sucked. <laughs> it's fine now, though. Your injuries all right now. You good, man? I'm good. Appreciate you. You, got to, you have to soak your foot. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> it was a good race, though. It was fun. It was funny. It was funny as hell. Now, if y'all want to see this footage, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, all you hear is. <laughs> 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 on the red two feet go to ground hey that's how you know the two feet rough as a motherfucker <laughs> hey that was sparking when he was running <laughs> 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 oh shit no, that's funny <laughs> This shit was funny. Though. <laughs> that thing like a morph, dog. Somebody took up. That's why them sandals came off. Yeah, they came morph. right off, dog. It was going too fast. They came off immediately, bro. As soon as they took off, they came off. <laughs> <laughs> One of them got stuck to the ground, bro. Oh, <laughs> shit, dog. <That's> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah, but if y'all, man, listen. If y'all want to see this race, what we're going to need y'all to do is share the show. We're going to need to have at least 20 shares across our social medias. So that's what you want to. Y'all can do even, that. Not even even that many. Retweet the show when you see the tweet on Twitter. If you on oh, Twitter, shit. if you on Facebook, when you see the post that the episode shit. is out, share it. If you on Instagram, put it in your story. Tag us. Like let like share the show, some public way. We get mm-hmm. twenty shares across our social media. 
we will release an extended cut video version of the video with pre run interviews, <laughs> <laughs> post run reactions, and the race itself. 20 shares. Let's get that done. Y'all want to see this? Trust me. <laughs> right now, this your time to share, so you don't forget to the end. Go ahead, and share right now. I need that video, Camille. I, I can send it to you right, yeah. I can to you right now. <clears throat> I, I sent Duchin Kim the raw uh, two oh, races okay. from the two vantage points. Oh, okay. That's why, yeah, yeah, that's hilarious because they had to get right to it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? <laughs> All right, let's get into what's been happening over the past week in sports <laughs> outside of tech foul uh, flip flop <laughs> sneaker races, flip flops versus sneakers. Jailhouse racing. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Jailhouse racing. <laughs> Niggas was racing for some noodles and shit. <laughs> Couple honey buns. Kool Aid some, some Doritos. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> okay. All right. So the Brewers were supposed to have their um opening day this past weekend, but that did not happen because hours before that game started, the Cardinals uh had two players that tested positive for COVID. So by Saturday, an additional Cardinals player and some staffers tested positive. At this point, we're in a double digits for members of the Cardinals that have uh, COVID-19. This outbreak sparked uh, Manfred to tell Tony Clark uh, that he would shut down the season if there was another surge of cases or if players continue to not follow the league safety protocols. He then later walked that back uh, saying we're playing, the players need to be better, but I'm not a quitter in general, and there's no reason to quit now. We have had to be fluid, but it is manageable. But it's there's manageable, no reason. He, says. Hey, he said it's none, manageable. None whatsoever. <laughs> none. So the MLB intends to try to make up as many games as possible because clearly t- these teams are being affected. They're missing games. All the teams ain't gonna play 60 games. It was already ambitious trying to put 60 games in 66 days, but here we are. So. They're going to try to make up as many games mm-hmm. as they can. They'll even do uh, seven-inning double headers this year. So, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So they said they're going to do what, you know, <laughs> they're going to do whatever they can. They speeding up the fuck out of these games. Seven-inning double headers, bro. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, damn. What the-, like the shit out of the Looney Tunes, and they just line up and just take hits, bro. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's wild. Uh, and they, the Cardinals is going to be my blow to whistle, too, just, just so y'all know. <laughs> For the reason why these motherfuckers got sick oh, yeah. we, in the first yeah. place. Okay. Then in that case, we'll we'll save some some thoughts about about that. Um did y'all have any other thoughts uh outside of the Cardinals situation about MLB? It's gonna happen again. Like it's gonna it happen again, bro. And then what yeah. are you gonna do? Like you're postponing games and you're trying to play these games. 60 games in 66 days or some shit, or some goofy shit like that or whatever. You're already postponing series. <laughs> Not just one. You're postponing series. And you expect them to turn around and play these back-to-back like that. Y'all really... And you have no reason? No burnout reason? No poor quality of play reason? No agitated customer? No agitated players? Motherfuckers been fighting. <laughs> no global like, pandemic? Right. <laughs> no global pandemic. No families. No... Just nothing. We gonna play. All right. All right. All right. All right. And the NFL just sitting there looking. <laughs> <laughs> just looking. That's all they can do right now. 
Yeah. I saw Aaron Rodgers actually said during his media availability that um, he feels uh, safe with the protocols the Packers have put in place. And I'm like, man, that requires a lot of trust. It's a lot of trust. And can you trust a whole team and a whole staff to do what they're supposed to do? That's what it comes down to in baseball. And that's what's going to come down in NFL too. Like, yeah. is your team going to be able to live that hermit lifestyle? Like, can guys go without the clubs and the bars? And or, If the general yeah. public is any indication, no. The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But – Baseball is still going on as it stands. So, Tim, would you let us know where we are sure. in the playoffs? <laughs> so, just to give a quick review or recap of the playoff standings and playoff picture, uh, the top two in each division and the top two records um, make the playoffs uh, after that. So, the top two teams in each division and then the following two best records make it as the wildcard teams. So, as of right now, we got the AL East with the New York Yankees and the Baltimore Orioles in first and second. Um, in the AL West, we got Oakland and Houston. In the AL Central, we got Minnesota and the Chicago White Sox. In the NL Central, it's the Cubs and the uh, Reds. The NL West, we got Colorado and San Diego. <clears throat> in the NL East, we have Atlanta and Miami. Now, just a real quick, uh, previously five teams from each uh, league qualified for the playoffs um, in three divisions and two wild cards, just to give the total number of 10 teams. Um, in 2020, a total of eight teams from each league will qualify, though. Mm, I think that's and, and there you have it. <laughs> Let's talk NBA. So we've had a week of the bubble. Week of the bubble. A week of the bubble. <laughs> I'm going to ask you this. How do you feel about how your team looks so far? So if, in case you're new here, uh, mm-hmm. this is a, a Bucks at Lakers podcast. Indeed. Like so. <laughs> so, how do y'all feel about y'all teams? Since you you late shown, how you feeling about your Lakers? Um, every day I feel better. Um, but we, it's still something missing. Um, honestly, at the end, the beginning of the games now, um, LeBron been playing like he kind of old. He been starting off rust, you know, starting off slow and everything. Who I'm most um surprised about is um. Is uh, waiters like he actually mm-hmm. been he been balling? Mm-hmm. Um, we we do need Rondo to come back because we need a true point guard out there. LeBron can't orchestrate everything, um, so we definitely missing him. And um, but Jr. not getting no minutes like that though because waiters cooking right now. So yeah, I didn't yeah. expect Dion to look that good. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I mean, we got the you know one seed, but AD is is playing MVP basketball right now. <laughs> So, yeah, and I see your I boy mean, LeBron. He dyed his beard back uh, black. Yeah, Camille shamed him. He got shamed. Buckley Hill. <laughs> you know, good. them boats came in. He said, "Okay, I can. I don't have to be old no more." <laughs> I don't gotta be old no more. The nigga still old shit. He, you know, <laughs> he had to play it up, try to get them last, them last second votes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. Um, but I'm still excited. Um, it feels so good. Though, I ain't gonna lie. Like being able to watch like Laker basketball. Yeah. Cause it's been a yeah. minute, dude. I'm like, man, like I, I didn't realize how much I miss basketball until right now. Did yeah, yeah. Bucks fans, mm-hmm. I forgot. Personally, I forgot how annoying Twitter is after a Bucks loss. <laughs> <laughs> like they get on the bandwagons. The the man. 
the world is ending every time. Like Chris Middleton <laughs> sucks and and Giannis is gonna leave and this this defense it don't work and they don't shoot threes. It's just like all right. The not true fans. It's not even fa- like it'll be fans, it'll be detractors like equally. Like mm-hmm. every game is a referendum on are the Bucks any good? Like <clears throat> Well, it is. It is effed up, though. I'm sorry not to cut you off, but like being a like, I can see where y'all frustration is being like Bucks fans, because like me being here and like y'all make me, like not make me watch the Bucks, but y'all make me pay attention like mm-hmm. to the Bucks. So like I can see like if don't nobody like everybody count the Bucks up like for real, for real, like everybody they not like like they not balling like watching like Bucks basketball right now is like almost a root of blueprint. Like, like, yeah, maybe, yeah, like Giannis is fucking unstoppable, dog. <laughs> like he does, like what the fuck? Like he does literally every, like dude is unstoppable. Like he put up stupid numbers every single game, but they still don't get respect. So, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a hater at all. I just want y'all to lose when y'all play against the Lakers. That's it. <laughs> but like, I can see where y'all frustration comes in at because, like, us being like, let's talk about the LeBron situation. Like, we backing the wrong guy for MVP. Like. <laughs> Yeah, been doing like, that for a while now. Like, if you legit look at the stats, like, it's just like, why LeBron over eight? Like, why AD ain't get the love, you know? Because he a bigger name. It, yeah. It's just a media thing. Le- LeBron had a great name. I mean, like, let's not do I'm like, no discrediting LeBron James. Like, yeah, not know. at all. Definitely not. But AD, is, AD deserves that. Like, yeah, Giannis and said AD. Like, he deserved that. In the bubble, um, yeah, LeBron looked a little shaky the first couple games. Um, mm-hmm. But... The Bucks, since they got in the bubble, even in the scrimmage games, I was just kind of like, they're really sloppy with the basketball. Like, they're turning the ball over a lot. And they've been doing that since, the, like I said, since the scrimmages came back. And mm-hmm. I'm part of it, I was like, they haven't played together in a few months. Like, that could be expected. But, like, I feel like they still shouldn't be doing some of the same trappings. Like, like it's, it's just sloppy basketball at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair to Bud, like a lot, the lineups are really fluid. I can understand all of the different things that are happening. You got, you just got Bledsoe and Pat back in this game, and then you also didn't want to play Brooks. So Brooks sat this game to get some rest, and then you rested Giannis and Chris against the Nets. You know, which you would think you can do and still get a win, but sloppy basketball came back into play. So like, I can understand being frustrated with the team, but let's also keep in mind that they're also readjusting and these lineups aren't lineups that we should see in the playoffs. I would hope to God not, but Christ, no. like, uh, I'm still, I'm still feeling okay about the Bucks. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to have to, you know, tighten some stuff up to make me feel comfortable, uh, before the seeding games in. Okay. That- I agree with what you're saying. I my only caveat to that is like like you said, the lineups is <clears throat> we've been playing a lot of bench players too, like a lot of like back of the rotation, <laughs> chilling. Ain't gonna see no playoff minute players. I better not see an all bench lineup in the playoffs. And so I kind of attribute some of the sloppiness to that. Like he, I feel like Bud's out here just trying to condition catch just in case something mm-hmm. happens. Just in a, in a just in case scenario, you got to step in for so-and-so or you got to fill in the void here. I just want to make sure everybody got some run, got some, you know, conditioning and got a feel for the game instead of just, okay, you're at the bubble, but you're just chilling. I'd rather you get out there and, you know, I will clinch the number one seed. I just want y'all to get some run. But at the same time, it's like, why are we resting them two at halftime 
and we could just close this scene now. Like, because if you want to close, not, just close after we close this scene now. Is I mean, what I say. They're about to play four games in six days and against some really tough competition. Like, I can completely understand why you're giving them a a breather. Like, it was the game plan coming into the game. Once again, you would think that your bench unit should still be able to beat that Nets team. And like that's they was hooping though. They was it was sloppy hooping. basketball. Like it was sloppy basketball. So oh, who who gave Shannon Brown that green light? You mean Sterling? Oh yeah, that's right. Damn, I'm thinking <laughs> about his brother because that motherfucker. Just... Get a bail. Don't <laughs> get that bail. Hey, boy. listen, bro. You making me forget him, bro. Like I don't know what's going on. Eric, did you have any other any thoughts though? On the Bucks, not really. Yeah. Um, like it's it's. I say not really, and then I launch into <laughs> a sentence. But um, I guess, like, this isn't – I mean, obviously, um, this isn't a typical end-of-season scenario. But, one, I don't think seeding matters all that much. And they have – what, they've played three games. They have five more games to win one. Um, so I'm confident that they'll do that. Um, and even if they don't, like – I guess that theoretically gives them a tougher second round opponent, but not necessarily. So it's not like you ha- you're losing home court or anything like that. So I don't think going all out, like you're losing the the long term by, you know, selling out to get the number one seat now. Like stick to your plan. Like whatever your plan was coming into the bubble, like it shouldn't change based on whatever your re- your results are. Um, so if your plan was rest people for the the next game and it looks like you're about to lose that next game. So be it. Um, but I think the most important thing is being healthy, being conditioned and being in sync for the second round of the playoffs. Cause whoever they play first round, like knock on wood, I don't want to jinx it, but like, I think that they should be okay for first round, but it's being ready for Philly or Indy or Miami, Miami whoever, you know, in round two. I can feel that. How have y'all felt about them virtual fans? <laughs> I think it's uh, been cool. Like honestly, it hasn't. I haven't been paying that much attention to it because mm-hmm. the 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 um the camera views are actually dope. Like I en- yeah, like I enjoy the new camera angles and stuff like that. So like it hasn't been a distraction or it hasn't been like oh like you know it's dope to see, but I haven't really been paying attention to it like that. Uh, virtual fans, that they're inoffensive like they don't really make a difference to me because like I feel like their sound isn't really synced with excuse me the live gameplay Mm -hmm. um I'd imagine there's some type of lag there so that really doesn't matter the fake crowd noise like they need to modulate that a little bit like there you shouldn't be reacting to a made free throw in the first three minutes of the game like somebody just hit a game winner like it's way too loud <laughs> for, for, for too early in the game like you know ramp up gradually oh, like it, it's jarring to be Off honest top is here they're like fuck it get a head yeah, winner <laughs> dagger <laughs> <laughs> the camera angles are cool uh i wish they wouldn't show like that rail cam like in the half court because I can't really see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, use that for transition and or replays. But yeah. that's me mm-hmm. nitp- nitpicking. Yeah, the virtual Otherwise, I, I'm, is... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, overall, like, I'm happy with the uh, the presentation. Like, I don't... It doesn't take anything away from the game, and it feels it still feels like an NBA game. 
Yeah, I could do without the the fake crowd noise or at least tone it down some. Um, I noticed during Houston, the Houston game, that it was quieter. And I was like, this is more enjoyable for me. Like, just a little bit less on that. But the virtual fans is kind of cute sometimes. Like, Liam was at the Bucks game today, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, that's cute. But other like otherwise, I can I don't need it at all. Like, I kind of prefer how the WNBA games look where you're literally just watching the court because everything mm-hmm. else is darked out, like, it's kind of cool like that. It feels like more intense a little bit, kind of like um, NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball NXT, exactly. But yeah, the NBA stuff looks good. Like that's for the casual fan. Though. Like I know why they did it and it works. Like it sounds mm-hmm. like an NBA game if you're not super familiar with, you know, the NBA game. So it's cool. Plus uh, you got the five minutes of fame fam, fans too. Yeah. See dude playing the whole guitar like bro, they muted you, bro. Just so you know, you you ain't getting your shit off on this game, bro. Like you think you is. He was on there. He was like, yeah, like bro. They was like, yeah, he's playing a guitar, but it was mad silent, bro. Like you ain't no, nah, we ain't finna do that. <laughs> how have y'all felt about the the kneeling and standing like tracker? Like, how would you feel about all the the teams in their first games kneeling, and then the couple of people who were standing like Jonathan Isaac stood, uh, Pop stood, Becky Hammond stood. Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard stood. So, like, how did y'all feel about that coverage or seeing players kneel on the standing during the games? I, you know, honestly, I, I was kind of amazed at it initially. Kind of like, man, this is they really doing it. Like, this is dope. This is dope. I like the message. I like what they're doing. They're consistently pounding the message, no matter what. <clears throat> and I was like. This shit is really dope, though. Like, people are gonna make their own decisions, and they're gonna they're gonna do what they're gonna do, whether they're gonna nail it or gonna stand. They're gonna. You can't control everybody, and everybody ain't gonna rock with you. So it so, don't bother you, is what you're saying? For the one, two, four, no. I mean, that's gonna be what. That's on them. That's their own decisions. That's what they want to do. Whatever excuse that they done cooped up in their head. Maybe they came from positions that they ain't never had to been there. No mean they can't get educated, but I mean Pop was standing, and Pop is one of the most educated people in the league. This is true. Like I think it, <laughs> go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, I think that it's important. It was important for him to stand because it's like this should still be a choice. Like it should you, exactly like yeah. the I mean, like there are a lot of problems with what the NFL did and the NBA before this bubble. Um where it was like like if you make it compulsory um to do some type of action one way or the other like if you make it like everybody has to stand or everybody has to kneel like you take away freedom of choice which like people don't get to actually express like their feelings about whatever it is like but if you give people the freedom to do whatever the hell they want like Mm -hmm. i think that that should be the goal you know what i mean like I don't think that Myers Leonard should be looked at weird because he stood up when the flag and the national anthem mean something different to him. Like that's all we've been saying this entire time. Like it doesn't mean that I disrespect me being a black man, like kneeling, like I don't intend for that to be a disrespectful sign to people that like hold the flag and the national anthem to be the sacred thing. Like Mm -hmm. it has a different meaning to me, just like, it has a different meaning to him because like he has family that served in the military. Like he hangs out with a bunch of like Navy SEALs and shit. Like those things mean different things to different people. So allow people to express their feelings on these things as they see fit. 
Like that doesn't, I don't, I didn't take that to mean that he was anti-Black Lives Matter because he was able to um, speak to what it meant to him and why he made that decision. Same thing with Pop. Did you get there? (laughs) Same thing with Pop and same thing with Becky Hammond. Like, and those those two specifically, and I think Myers Leonard from the uh, the interviews I've heard him do in the past, like they actually have a history of being on the right side of things. Um, so, you know, context matters. Whereas somebody like Jonathan Isaac, like he was unable to really uh, verbalize his point in a coherent way where it just seemed like he was, like, first of all, he didn't wear the shirt. So it's like, do you think black lives matter or, you know what I mean? Like, and some things came out about, you know, certain tweets that he's liked in the past or made in the past. And just like what people read into his actions combined with like his past. So it's like that one, I'm a little bit more like, dude, you just kind of like, like, I'm t- I'm reading your your intentions differently than I am other people. I felt it's still it, yeah, it's still his choice to do whatever he wants. But when you decide to take that action, like you need to be able to speak to it more clearly. I agree. That's pretty much how I felt too. Where it was more of a thing like your standing or kneeling doesn't mean as much to me as what actions you have put behind it off the court. Where do you right. really stand at? It's the same thing with like the black, the post in the black square and then what Brett Favre did and then going to golf with Donald Trump. Like mm-hmm. it's not an alignment and I just need things to be in alignment. If you can understand the movement and you're down with the movement, but in your heart, you don't want to kneel, then don't kneel. Just put the work in. Put the work in. Um, y'all want to talk about TJ Warren or y'all want to talk about Zion and them Pelicans? Man, what the? Because TJ Warren has been a surprise, surprise. Yeah, he's been cooking. Who been who? He's been cooking. Shit, they won today. I told you all the stats earlier. I was just looking at the mugs. So, um, shit, we might as well just go on to TJ Warren. Well, you you own it, so go ahead. Um, <laughs> so pretty much we was bringing up TJ Warren because in his very first game, this motherfucker dropped fifty three points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, who? At fifty, it was the wild Houston? thing is, huh? Were they playing Houston? Where they, play they playing? I was watching that game. Philly. Yeah, okay. I knew somebody I ain't like. <laughs> <laughs> but the the wild part about his stats is that he's like super efficient with them. Like the fifty three point game, he was twenty for twenty nine. Yeah, that's like crazy. that's crazy efficient. Then the next game, this motherfucker dropped 34, 14 to twenty six. Then today. He dropped 32 on 13 to 17. <laughs> like, it's oh, just cooking. Like, Damn. he ain't missing. Like, what you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> Before we move on, though, I do, I just want to, I want to ask one Zion question to y'all because the Pelicans mm-hmm. were posting the picture to him working out. He looked like a lean, mean fighting machine. <laughs> like, he had been really working, working, and it was from like the chest up. And seeing him back on the court, I was like, he he looks a little, it looks like he put on a little weight. Like, he don't look like the pitchers. Like, it, it don't like the pitchers to me. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if something happened when he left the bubble, but like, he does not look like he is in shape to be playing basketball right now. Like, he is just a a hair slow. 
he's a little bit more clumsy. Like his, like he's still getting buckets every so often. Not efficiently, but like he just looks off to me a little bit. And I was wondering if if y'all noticed that too. Yeah, he looks really out of shape, and I'm curious as to know why they're still. Because everybody had this month off, right? These months off and things like that, and. They've had the time for him to come. Well, no, he was gone from the bubble. I forgot. He left the bubble for a minute. Yeah, that's what I just said, fam. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what they're listening. No, I, I do think that <laughs> him him leaving the bubble was has probably contributed to it. Like, it seems like he's one of those people that is always going to have an issue. Like, he's always going to be on that line of either, like, just in shape or, like, you know, two twinkies away from being out of shape. So, um <laughs> I'm not even saying that to fashion. Like, it's just some people, like, they have a hard time, like, maintaining their weight. Like, so, like, they have to be strictly on, like, their diet and diet and exercise regimen. Like, him leaving the bubble, like, I don't know what the family issue was, but I would imagine, like, if it was serious enough for him to leave the bubble, it was probably serious enough to take him out of, like, his routine as far as, Mm -hmm. like, diet and exercise. So, I wouldn't be surprised, like, even his arms look a little like less defined. Like, so from the chest up, like you could see, like he had super definition in his arms, like his face was thinner and like now he's a little bit chunky. So I'm assuming like, it's just, he was in shape, left the bubble and like stuff kind of fell apart. Yeah. I hope he just stays healthy um, throughout the rest of this. It's, we'll talk mm-hmm. about injuries later, but it's been some, some sad injuries. Um, Eric wanted to play a game. Yeah. on this week's show with uh, Tim and Ken in particular. So I'm going to let Eric take it from here. Yeah, so... Um, he play for. <laughs> yeah, way to, uh, way to bury the lead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jump the gun there. All right. Uh, yeah, so like Ken blurted out, <laughs> we're going to play who we play for. Um, bubble edition. So it's been, you know, we've had four months off. It happened right at the shutdown happened right after the trade deadline and the buyout season. So a lot of name, a lot of, a lot of names are in new places. Um, like I was watching the Rockets game and I was like, damn, I forgot. Uh, what's his name? Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Thank you. Play for Houston. So um, with that in mind, Tim and Ken, y'all played at the beginning of the, the basketball season. So you guys are our contestants today. For sure. On who he played for. So it seems like we have good con- connection speed. So we'll just do this lightning round. Like whoever gets it first gets the point. Uh, All right. So, so y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right. First up, former Buck Tyler Zeller. Oh shit! Hell. Mm. Um, Phoenix. Um, go Denver. Camille, do you know? I have no idea. I didn't know he was in the league still. Shit, me neither. <laughs> he plays for San Antonio Spurs. Oh, they had no clue. Probably Nobody. still in for uh, Aldridge. They probably no clue. Yeah. He, he assigned as a replacement for Aldridge. Um, second up, we have another former Buck, Jabari Parker. 
Oh, I know this Sacramento. Uh, Atlanta, no, wait. Yeah, Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. Tim, <laughs> he Tim was in Atlanta. The then he yeah, got he traded. Yeah. yeah. Tim gets the point. All right. So we go from a former Buck to a former Laker. Mm. Troy Daniels. Washington. Troy. Did he play for Washington? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gonna say whatever Tim said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what they no. play <laughs> Troy Daniels is a Denver Nugget. Mm. Oh, okay. Good for you, nigga. I'm thinking Troy Brown. <laughs> Good you for you, nigga. They ain't no Laker no more. I'm making no damn. All right. Um, he got injured, but he's still on a bubble team. So Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow. My 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 Miami. That's where he was. Oh, at least I knew that. <laughs> Tim. Oh, he was in. Oh, he got you know it. You know it. He <laughs> does. There you go. <laughs> Tim gets the point. That's why you said the, I thought you said the M team too because you know he ended up in Memphis. All right, uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Oh, I just oh, saw, dude. I swear I, I just see seen it too. You talk? Is it you talk? No, damn, I just seen him. Who was it again? Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Oh. I swear I just seen. Him. I'm gonna okay. say Utah. Um, I go. I feel like he in the East. I just seen it too. I can't. Portland. Remember. I feel like he in the East. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> uh, he's a Dallas Maverick. Uh, I was on the west side. <laughs> I feel like he in the east. It did get to say Portland. This nigga here. All right. Um, next up, we have Shabazz Napier. Oh, shit, hell. Shit, I'm doing horrible today because I don't know where. <laughs> um, Are you saying some names? I I didn't know we're actually uh, still. Hooping. I feel like he played for... Um, Phoenix. Yeah, that's a good guess, but I ain't gonna say Phoenix. Um the, nah shit. Um Miami. Man. Miami. Washington Wizards. Uh, oh they got a such a Yeah. All right. So in the interest of time, we're just gonna make this last one worth three points. So Ken, if you get this. Mm. You beat Tim because he got two. All right, so, let's go. Again, fa- fastest one to say it. The next contestant is Trey Burke. Utah. No, Dallas. Where's Trey Burke? Tim gets the point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I know. I would say I lost him. shit off game one. He had like 28 points. You couldn't play him game two. Oh, I forgot that motherfucker was, he was hooping game one. Yeah, he had like five threes or something like that. This, this nigga can in the corner dejected. <laughs> 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 I did horrible. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was thinking, damn, he probably did get his shit off that game, didn't he? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, Tim is our winner. Congratulations. Like he might have won in the fall, too. Congratulations. What's your hat confetti? I pop it. <laughs> Gambling Actually, you know what? For you. I do got. I have one last one. Can you can just tie? Okay. (laughs) The first one to tell me which Morris twin plays for the Clippers. 
Um, Marcus. Yep, Tim got it. Damn, bah, 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 Tim, bah, bah, bah. Tim been studying, fam. I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I picked that motherfucking fan door. He ain't do shit. I told you, Gamble and Pagan <laughs> I was like, damn, dog, y'all gonna play him? Gamble and Pagan <laughs> So, players of the Pac-12, um, they are actually threatening to opt out of camp and game participation. So they will boycott due to COVID-19 and other serious concerns unless the conference can guarantee them in writing (laughs) some of their demands to protect and benefit both them and uh, walk-on athletes. Mm. What they going to do, cuz? What you mean, what they going to do? What they going to do, (laughs) cuz? Are you asking what we think the Pac-12 will do? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, listen... They make a lot of money off these football players. Uh, they already are forcing this in the first place for the money. I would yeah. think that they would be more willing to come to the table and and negotiate some things with these players, given that, you know, they're the only party to stand to make actual money in this case. The players are just playing for their own, you know, personal edification and trying to make the league if they can. But none of that's mm-hmm. guaranteed. Like, making the league's not guaranteed. Right. I mean, you get your little stipends and stuff, but we don't. We, you know, we talking about like they make a lot of money off them. I mean, to be honest, like the players are the ones in the most danger. Like it's easy exactly. for administrators to be like, "Oh, you guys go out and play." But it's a little bit easier for coaches who are getting paid to do this to be like, "Okay, well, I'm willing to risk it for, you know, literal my literal income." Whereas the players get none of the revenue that they generate, and they're the ones putting their bodies on the line even to play the sport. And then on top of that, like they're putting their health at, at risk, um, living on campus and playing football mm-hmm. yeah. during COVID. So yeah. a whole pandemic had that first demand though. They not so, you fucking with their money. <laughs> so some of the demands that the players want, uh, they want to distribute 50% of each sports total conference revenue evenly among athletes in their respective sports. They're not going for that. I wish they would, but they're not going for that. They want six-year six athletic scholarships to foster undergrad degree completion. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Athletes, uh, they're expected to take on a normal course low while also being a, quote-unquote, student athlete. But they really are ran like professional athletes, in co- especially D1 colleges, like – they got to wake up for early workouts. They got to go to the, the workout room. Then they got to go to class like a normal student. But then they got to go back to like, like it's the, the schedule is just different. Like I can see why they need that from extra years because going as a regular college student, I needed extra time to graduate. Like and four got years is a joke. Like Myron Monroe will get they what was that? His, that one degree he had got. I don't know. Who but I mean, like, like, keep in mind that a normal college student, like, there are people that are able to take on, like, the extra work level and do, like, graduate level. But, like, those are the outliers, like, the Myron Rose of the world. But, like, a normal college student, a normal college athlete, like, they're going to get pushed to majors that are less demanding because, like, they need to focus all their time and energy on their sport. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you give them extra time to complete their studies, like they can actually go into something that they're interested in pursuing that can set them up for a long term. Cause it's like, if you go to school and you just do like puff classes for four years and then you get a degree, like 
sure the name and the degree is worth something, but like if you don't have the skills to back it up or if you don't mm-hmm. have like the degree that you need to go into the field that you want, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, like professional football or if it's like, you know, medicine or something, you know, like mm-hmm. you're not giving them time to actually complete. So if you're saying like education is important and this is, you know, a free ride to college, it's like, yeah, but it comes with caveats and it's not actually mm-hmm. a free ride because they don't have the choice to do what they want to do because they have to, you know, play their sport and devote all their time to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, Just to double back real quick. Myron Roll is a uh, neurosurgeon. He used to play for Florida State. He was a safety. And then he ended up graduating from uh, Harvard and he retired from the NFL um, when he had got his degree because he got announced for some, I forgot the fucking degree, bro. But yeah, he's a neurosurgeon now. He was a Rose Scholar. Um, yeah, that's what it was. And he recently placed in, I don't remember what hospital it was, but yeah. That's what's up. So yeah, the players got a whole bunch of demands. Y'all can check out uh, the piece that they have with the Players' Tribune for the full list. But man, I hope they get something because playing in a pandemic is not going to be an easy task. And one could even ask if it's a moral task uh, for college athletes. So in the NFL, though, they're still trying to even figure out, uh, is it practical? And fit, like, can they actually have players wearing a mask on the field somehow, some way, some shape, some form? Can't Tim be shaking and say, like, nah, fam. So we talked about it a couple weeks ago. They had developed, like, this big face mask thing to, like, you know, shield the player's face. They look cool, but. And breathing this fucking thing. they've been actually sending those helmets out to all the nfl teams and college teams have which tim referred to with that video uh it was a player who had the helmet on it was just teaming up like it don't look practical at all and all i could say was i get why jj watt said i would never wear that but they're trying to figure it out i was thinking i was like can't they put like a little mesh filter like like poke some like give it some holes for some ventilation and then put like a mesh filter in front of it as a filter. <laughs> but then droplets like, can still get off his mesh. Yeah, but I mean it won't steam up as much. But, but it, it defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. That's why I was trying to figure it out, bro. I was like, damn, maybe the mesh filter is gonna help filter the air that's coming through still. Like you, it still but, will be filtered and as opposed to like the N ninety five types. And I mean, I guess like this is probably it sucks for hot weather months, but like they'll wear like those like the neck, yeah, like the neck things. Like I've seen people on the street wearing them, which I mean, I guess that doesn't guarantee that they're actually serving the purpose that they think it is. But I think that at least, at the very least, like you could put some type of like head covering that's mm-hmm. pliable um, that they can still breathe out of, but it at least like blocks some some perspir- perspiration or liquid mm-hmm. yeah, getting through. That's actually one thing that they actually said they've been looking at too is trying to develop those neck pull up thingamajigs for that purpose. <laughs> thingamajigs. So they said that uh just haven't played a ski mask. Cause I mean, like you said, they already wear them in the cold games, but they're mm. more concerned about how they could pull that off during the hot weather months because you're liable to pass out Hell yeah. <laughs> or something like that playing football. I mean, but yeah. What I'm hearing is football is impractical in the age of COVID. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. yeah, like baseball has its, its challenges, um, but that sport is not as close to close physical contact 
as football is when you're tackling people and huddled up. And yeah, I mean, if you're playing I, baseball the correct way, like you're never touching another person. <laughs> yeah, outside of a tag, but still. Yeah, so they 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 gonna work on that. But uh, the NFL actually made their deadline for opting out Thursday of this week. So, uh, yeah, it's been players opting out all over the league uh, or being put on the reserve COVID list, which doesn't mean you had it, but means you've at least been in contact with somebody who got it. So. This list is going to remain fluid uh, with people who are in and out based on COVID. But, yeah, it's some they, notable players who have opted out for this they're season. Pre- they're pretty trash from trying to move that date because they're only trying to do it to move it before the new CBA is signed. Yeah. So thinking they trash, bro. They really putting players like, <laughs> really, no, we ain't going to guarantee y'all nothing. and Y'all got to do this, and then we'll talk about the money y'all can get after y'all done opted out. Because right now, I think once they opt out, they're not getting paid for this year. They don't they don't end the contract, but they're not getting paid for this season. No, if you opt out for a not if you're not a high uh, uh, high risk high risk player, you get the hundred and fifty thousand. But the thing with that hundred fifty thousand is, if I read it correctly, it's really a cash advance on your salary for the next season. So it's not so you're not like getting paid for this season. <laughs> like you're, no, you're getting paid, but you're borrowing from yourself. Like it's not new money. It's not like additional money. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. um, so then like they basically like pause your contract, give you the advance for when it resumes next season. Mm-hmm. That's how it seems. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little weird, but yeah. Uh, one opt out though, I do want to talk about though. Don't have nothing to do with the NBA or the NFL. Let's do the MLB. Wait, I, I have one NFL opt out. Oh, uh, go ahead. Well, not opt out, but he was on the the COVID list. It was a uh, Gar- Gardner Minshew Minshew mm-hmm. quarterback for uh, Jacksonville? Yeah, so he got activated. I think today off of the list. So he Stafford. said, and I, huh? Stafford did too. Oh, Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> they quoted him as saying. Um, COVID took one look at me and ran the other way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Uh, the legend continues. Yeah, Pretty much. But baseball. Tim, I know you wanted to po- t- talk about this one in particular. So I'm going to let you let you handle it. Um, sure. Brewers outfielder. Lorenzo oh, Cain? No, oh, I was um, talking about the Met. Uh, oh, uh, Cessnas. <laughs> so, you, you wanted to tell this story so bad. So, so I was like, it, this is, it was just story. a wild story to me that when it came out. So initially there was reports, like there was a Mets game going on, and there was reports that the Mets couldn't get in touch with Jonas Cessnas. Like they were just like, oh, bro, like we don't know where he is. We've called him. We're trying to get in touch with him. We have absolutely no idea where he is. And then as the day go on, it's still mid-game, now it's going to come out, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's just quitting the season. It was like, because of COVID. And we're like, that's random, but okay. So then the, sp- the story that the Mets brought out was uh, when Jonas Cespedes didn't show up today, the Mets sent security to his room. They found it empty. He had taken his belongings just up and left and throw- through his agent informed the team mid-game that he was opting out, according to Mets GM Brody Van Wag- Wagner. Kind of like uh, it was just the anniversary, huh? Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis. 
They, they, motherfucking pictures started popping up of this nigga in the mall. <laughs> he was chasing his shit, kicking it. I'm like, bam, you ain't no you. Hey, he a, said he said he got to go right now. Hey, I hear you. I understand. Like at, the, at one point, he probably was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. This ain't worth it. I'm and I'm out, bro. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was the wildest damn story because I was like, at first it went from a APB to oh, this motherfucker fine. He just quit, bro. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's hilarious. And yeah, as Eric mentioned too, Lorenzo Kane of the Brewers, he opted out over the weekend. So, yeah. Uh, transactions. Tim, you want to run through the, the transactions and personnel and injury news? What's been going on? For sure. So, uh, NFL Carolina released veteran kicker Graham Cano. Uh, Gano was guaranteed $2.75 million this season. Um, and Carolina also has kicker Joey Sly on their roster. So Graham been there for a while, too. And he was a good kicker from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, running back Jeremy Hill announced on Twitter that he has signed with LV. Las Vegas, fam. Okay, I didn't know if it was Louis Vuitton or Las Vegas. That's what I was <laughs> Why would he sign? <laughs> he could have got a modeling contract with Louis, uh, Louis Vuitton. I'm just why saying. Would talk, why would we even bring him up in this section if it was Louis he Vuitton? Got a we brought up Victor Oladipo. We came up with Express. It wouldn't be in this section, my nigga. <laughs> like, come on, man. This man said Louis Vuitton. Uh, Jeremy Hill announced on Twitter that he signed with uh, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Um, also, running back LaShawn McCoy has signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they're trying to load up over there. So mm-hmm. I know some people are hyped. Shady's not the same Shady, but he gives him a, he's a bit of an upgrade Is he? for them at running back, though. Um, Is he, though? Barely. <laughs> but um, This reminds me of like when uh, people said the Warriors were cheating when they signed Boogie because it's like, it ain't, it's the name, but it ain't the same. <laughs> It ain't, the same. it ain't the same guy as y'all remember. He ain't uh, no lead back no more. Nah. He just he just there to pitch in. He's still, he's still shifty as fuck, though. He just there um, to pitch in. San Francisco also agreed to an incentive-laden deal uh, with tight end Jordan Reed. Um, so if y'all remember, he, plays, he used to play for the Washington football team. Cold mm-hmm. as crap when he was in the games, but mm-hmm. usually he's out because he had concussion issues. Mm-hmm. So pretty much their contract is like, hey, as long as you're playing, um, you get this money. So if he's on the field, him and George Kittle, gross, bro. Absolutely. I still disgusting. want to call that man Greg every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also for oh god, this motherfucker here. Okay, yes, sir. so the NFL big has Brown. <laughs> the big NFL suspended big chest for eight games, and right, Tony for multiple Brown, violations. For those who don't know. Antonio Brown um, for multiple league violations uh, for personal conduct policy. So the suspension takes effect in week one, regardless of whether he is signed before the start of the regular season. Uh, per Antonio Brown, I look forward to new beginnings. I want to be the best version of myself on and off the field, and I will do my best to be a great teammate. I appreciate the NFL giving me the opportunity to continue to work on myself and improve. I am thankful and grateful for the opportunity to play a game that I truly love, and I look forward to joining a new team soon. Thank you to my family and all those that have supported me. I will show the fans my appreciation for the second chance by having the best season of my career. Hashtag AB 2.0. Hashtag Hemothy. Big <laughs> <laughs> You wrote this shit, too? 
What the fuck was Hemothy? I don't know what that means, but that's what he put in his statement. Fizz. Tim goes writing for uh, Big right, right. For Big right. <laughs> ain't right. But, but like, um, didn't he just say like two weeks ago that he was retired? Like, reiterated that he's retired? You. Yeah. He just retired. That's why we talked about him too. Like, but, Right after that, he said the NFL need to hurry up and figure out what they're doing with my stuff so I can go ahead and do this. <coughs> I'm t- like, like, listen, I don't, I know that the Seahawks want him. I should wait. Let me let me rewind that. Russell wants him, so therefore the Seahawks are willing to take a look. Russell also wants Josh Gordon back. Russ just want to win. Rumor like, Russ is like, give me, give me give weapons, me. my guy. Yeah, like yeah. give me what I need. I don't give a fuck. They dysfunctional or not? Put them on the field. They cold. They cold. <laughs> Bring them Russ back. Is probably like I watch him. I'll watch him. <laughs> no, I don't know if he want that. You don't think he won't. And you know what? I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not gonna disparage that man's name. Never mind. I'm gonna just maybe he need a a bunk mate for the season. A what? Like a bunk mate for the season. Just you know, somebody kind of hold him down. A butt wink. I said bunk mate. What the fuck? Oh, I thought you said butt I, wink. I swear, I thought I heard. This is like what? Butt mink. I was like, what's a butt mink? <laughs> bunk mate. Oh, I heard. I heard butt be. You know why? Yeah, no. we all heard butt, fam. Why? Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. You said butt. Because you said butt. You I said, said butt. You said butt. <laughs> if all of us say you said butt, you said butt, nigga. You gonna say look. <laughs> Somebody said a butt there. Because y'all wild. <laughs> y'all wild. Y'all think about butt. I People said butt. People re- <laughs> <laughs> gonna rewind 30 seconds be like, yeah, that nigga said butt. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit more sense than that. <laughs> but, um, no, the rumor is the Packers want him, too. Who, Antonio? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Just started that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I ain't do it. He just started the rumor. Well, I'm just saying, like, technical file podcast. I'm just saying, what's the word? Like, uh, no, a lot of Packers fans said that they wouldn't, like, if there, were, <laughs> if there was interest, that they wouldn't want him. Bro, stop it. You know damn well he ain't going to do it. Shit, I'll take his crazy ass. He, he damn, we know, you know damn well they ain't going to tolerate that agreement, dog. At all. He don't want to come up here, fam. <laughs> Hell no, bro. In this quarantine, like, he ain't trying to get stuck in Green Bay. I mean, I guess if you were going to be quarantined on the city that you're in, don't matter. You're going to be in the house anyways. Maybe if you do live in Green Bay, you ain't got no temptation to go. No, Maybe Green Bay will do well this year. He he wants the temptation. That's the problem. Yeah, he do. He want to fight it and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like the fight temptation. <laughs> Tell me why I'm supposed not supposed to be. I win. I beat it. <laughs> you won't. You won't. <laughs> Anyways, uh MLB Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Joe Kelly suspended eight games for throwing uh at Astros players. He was really trying to fuck them up. And I said they was actually out here boxing, bro. Like they was fighting. <laughs> um shame, fam. Like I don't care if you mad at them for the cheating and all that <clears throat> shit, but throwing a 90 mile power fastball on somebody's head is never okay. Facts. The NBA salt on the street. This is true. That's why it's like it was hands. <laughs> uh, NBA rumor: Former New York Knicks coach Mike Woodson uh, is expected to join the Knicks organization in some capacity per the Athletic. Woodson led the Knicks to a 54 and 28 record in 2012 and 2013, uh, which marks their most recent playoff appearance and highest win total since 1996-97. Gross. That was the Mari uh, squad, right? What? Mari was on that squad, right? The 2012-13 Knicks? I don't know. That was the only mm-hmm. year that they were good. Like, 
I know Melo was cooking. I don't think so because I think Melo played the four that year. I think Amari was hurt if he was still on the team at that point. That was the one with Jake hit. But circling back to um, the Astros, like they have been garbage. <laughs> like yeah, and everybody like yeah, it's a little bit different when you know you don't know what pitch is coming. All three of um, George Springer, Jose Altuve, and uh, Ray. Oh, Ray. George Brenneman. Oh, I thought it was Correa. Oh, Alex Correa. That is the level. Them motherfuckers all hitting one something. Yeah, Yellow's slumping too. Mm. Yellow's I mean, batting a thousand at home. <laughs> 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 he is. He's been a thousand at home. Well, they only played today, right? I'm just saying, he been a thousand at home. <laughs> this man here. This <laughs> it, rolls his, his, it rolls his shit up. You know what? <laughs> take, take your wins where you can get it. And right. You ain't wrong. But no, them, they, a lot of people are like, hey, pitches hit different when uh, you ain't got a trash can to bang on, don't it? Like, damn, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, that joke just got said. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, bro. Hey, keep it rolling, man. It was trash. Hey, I seen it on Twitter. I seen it on Twitter. It ain't mine. I ain't taking responsibility for that one. <laughs> hey, dude, put in that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do for Tim? What did he say? Losing Sonic Rings? Yeah, <laughs> that man lost that Sonic <laughs> Rings on that one. The delivery that was joke. off. <laughs> that joke was trash. Yeah, I seen it on Twitter, though. I find it some way. Somewhere, somewhere. Eric had already said I it, and we already laughed, fam. Like it wasn't funny the second time. Oh shit! You don't know what's yeah, happening anyways, right why now. Why you lie so little? <laughs> <laughs> Injuries. Uh, sadly, uh, NBA. Jonathan Isaac tore his ACL during Orlando's game versus Sacramento, and he is out indefinitely. Um, he had injured his left knee initially in January, and was expected to miss the remainder of the uh, season recovery. Sorry, before you continue, I just want to point out that the people who were uh, like laughing at him for tearing his ACL, like that's trash. Yeah, that's that's weak. You got to be better than that. Like that's weak. Yeah, that's super weak. Yeah, shit funny about that. No, like it is. I I can disagree with his politics and his stance on certain issues all I want, but like I'm not gonna wish injury like especially for somebody exactly. whose body is literally like their livelihood like yeah like did i want to see him get embarrassed and get dunked on sure but i don't i don't want injury like that's yeah, yeah. that's harmless fun getting dunked on right we don't want to see acls getting torn like don't be tr- like that's trash y'all don't do that yeah. y'all was also being trash when herman cain died yeah um <clears throat> Memphis forward Jaron Jackson Jr. tore his meniscus and will miss the remainder of the season. That I mean, that happened today. That happened today. Mm-hmm. That sucks. The the bubble is going like completely wrong for Memphis. Like they've lost mm-hmm. all their games. Like they don't look good, and now Triple J is hurt. Like protect Ja. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta protect them at all costs. <laughs> but they still have that lead, so. Even if they get to the play-in, like, they should still be – they still have a chance. What I'm wondering now, to be honest with you, given the fact that the Suns have not lost in the bubble, so I hope we don't – I don't know if I'm jinxing you, Phoenix, but as of this recording, they have not lost in the bubble. And um, I didn't really think they had too much of a shot to force a play-in, but then <laughs> I looked at the uh, standings and I was like – They moving. Mm, it's possible. 
it's possible. Like right now, like Portland's in the nine seed, but like Portland is 30 and 38. Meanwhile, the Suns are 29 and 39. Like it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with the way Memphis is losing, like both of those teams could move up in the eight and nine. Like, mm-hmm. like Memphis could fall all the way out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so That's this is it's, it's, I'll be very interested when we come back next week where they stand because yeah, I do see why people have been saying that Portland is dangerous. So like, oh yeah, them mm-hmm. being fully healthy is like especially if they would have had a reason. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the one thing that they they're, they're light on wings. Like, and I think that will end up being like their Achilles heel, but. Having both their bigs back, having Damon CJ healthy, Gary Trent Jr. is going the fuck off. Dog, he clowning, bro, on defense <laughs> and offense. <laughs> and he period. clowning. I hope he clown tonight. I need to get a block, brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, and oh, I forgot about this. WNBA, uh, New York Liberty rookie Sabrina Ionescu. Uh, Suffered a grade three left ankle sprain when she yeah. was injured during Friday's loss to Atlanta Dream. Um, mm-hmm. A grade three sprain is a full tear of the ankle ligament and usually requires months to fully heal. For now, INSCO will work to uh, decrease swelling and increase range of motion over the next few days. Damn. I saw it when she turned her ankle and I, it was gross. Um, I really hope for a speedy recovery. It seems like her rookie season it could be over, um, but I just hope for for speedy healing for her for for sure for sure because she was starting mm. to pick it up a little bit. Mm. Uh, one thing piggybacking off of that, like one, I hope she gets healthy. I hope she can return before the their bubble the wobble is over. Um, but one thing that's come up is like I think uh, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi were on. I don't know if it was a podcast or a live stream or what, but they were talking about like how they just go at rookies, like, and mm-hmm. it kind of created like a whole conversation. Or I don't know if it created the conversation, but it's been a conversation all week about like how vets just like attack rookies relentlessly. And it's just funny because they're like, you know, like if you make it through a year, then we give you a little bit more respect. But like mm-hmm. we go out of our way to just like this this shit ain't sweet, <laughs> like essentially. <laughs> um, like yeah, it, I think. It was uh, Sue Bird that was like, yeah, you know, I'll give them their props. Like, oh, yeah, you had a great senior year, but I'm about to bust your ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rite of passage. (laughs) Right. We've all been there, but you're about to get this work. And I'll listen to, uh, like, the intro to every episode of Knuckleheads because I just love hearing, like, the random names of people because, like, they always ask, like, who's the first person to bust your ass when you got to the league? And it's Mm -hmm. all, like, it's, it's just, it's, fun seeing like <laughs> yeah it's just fun seeing like the different people it's like man you like one of the greatest of all time but like nick man x will bust your ass like <laughs> you know like uh so that's always fun let's go to the radio shall we ken mm-hmm. if the people are new here would you explain <clears throat> to them what the radio segment is please um so this is our radio segment um, we play a song that is sport adjacent, um, either written, composed, produced, <coughs> performed by someone in the sports realm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim is our DJ. Um, DJ, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> if this is our backstage um, production meeting. Perfect. Nigga nailed it. Good stuff. <laughs> 
Hey, it's two weeks in a row. Go back, roll the footage. <laughs> <laughs> this week's song is C Web featuring Corrupt Gangsta Gangsta. <laughs> Be some Detroit shit. I'm uh, ain't nothing gangster about I'll start Chris before the music start. You said what? I'll go before the music start. All right, Ken, would mm-hmm. you count us down to the radio, please? Gladly. Five, four, three, two. WTCK Radio 69.9 FM, where 69 is five. W-T-E-C-K Radio 69.9 with 69 is fine. It's your DJ. DJ, give it to me. Oh. We got C-Web featuring Corrupt. Gangsta, gangsta. You bastards. Gangsta, gangsta, tell me how you do it. It seems so simple, like there was nothing to it. Gee, you know it's hard being me, being an executive and still DP. Still keep it burning, let the flame burn. Young ass, still ain't burned. Act like I'm stinking the back. Whoa, I know. I sing hey, a couple geez. words to your bird and I hit her. She got a kid, but I pay for babysitters. She got some friends. Well, I, I pay for babysitters. You know that's because Reverend Wabby Wabby. You didn't know. You can't forget us. Fetish for letters. From the home of J. Rose and Jerome Bettis. Hit my people up with the flow that be marvelous. Gangsta, gangsta, tell me how you do it. This is This came like it was made on Fruity Loops. I forgot how like the, the clean versions of songs edits used to sound back in the nineties. They used to be so elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Pavement, slow rolling, gang control, man. I got to keep Yeah, we can go ahead and turn this yeah, right on down. We need the Sandman no. to come out with the broom and shit. <laughs> the Sandman with the cane. The Sandman with the broom. <laughs> so I've, I've been watching Moesha, and it was an episode. I forgot these, these like, 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 like them little rap clubs and all that stuff. Like, she used to go to the rap club, and she would come. And they make it sound old as a bitch. I know, <laughs> the rap club. The rap club. Yeah. <laughs> and this is an episode where I forget the dude from uh, Family Matters was her cousin. And he was super corny. And they was in the, the club. I just and they see like, cracking up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know I'm talking about? I just about. watched you talking about Waldo. Waldo, Waldo, yes. And he was the super corny cousin. And then they were saying, like, pass the mic on some real trash part. The whole crowd was chanting, Mm -hmm. like, pass the mic. And he really enjoyed that. So the next dude got up. And he was by himself. Talking about, pass the mic. Pass the mic. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was like, hey, you better chill. It's real real gangsters in here. Like, gangsta, gangsta, fam. Like, you need to chill out. He's like, 
I know art when I see it. Pass the mic. I think it almost got jumped. It was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. The guest stars on Moesha are they're fabulous. I forgot that Bernie Mac was her uncle. Like fabulous guest features. Bernie. Damn, fabulous in there. Okay. No, I, oh, I was like, wait, okay. what? <laughs> uh. <laughs> An, MB- an ESPN <laughs> investigation random. found that coaches at NBA China academies complained of player abuse and a lack of schooling. Jesus. Yeah. It, 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 if you have a couple minutes, like I would suggest reading the story. Um, as someone who loves basketball and like the NBA is probably my favorite organization, like I'm supremely disappointed. Um, like just reading the story is um, so to set the stage, the NBA has created camp or academies all around the world um, in basketball crazed countries. So like they have some in China, they ha- I think they have three or well, had three in China. They have one in India. Um, I think they have one for the continent of Africa. Um like essentially like the G league, like that G league select team, like that's the first one in the U S I think they might have one in Mexico too. Um, but essentially like they have all these academies around the world to develop like prospects to hopefully create like pipelines from these countries to get their players into the NBA. Um, so one of the ones that they set up in China, they set up in a private, a province um, on the Western side of the country. So what's been going on, on that side of China is like they've been accused of gross uh, human rights violations against ethnic Muslims um, that live in that area. Like they're, they've been accused of putting them into concentration camps Uh. or what amounts to concentration camps. So NBA set up one of these academies in a city in this area um, and the coaches, like they bring in top flight U.S. coaches to instruct their players and teach their coaches, like kind of how to develop their players. Um, they were saying, like the NBA paid coaches that went over there were saying, like they've seen coaches like punch kids in the stomach, throw balls, like throw basketballs, like three feet away from them, like dead in the face, like they're not being educated, even though education is like one of the main pillars of the NBA Academy's system. Like there's no direct oversight from the NBA. Like they're essentially just putting their name on like what amounts to like this Chinese camp. Like they have no, like the NBA, the U S coaches can't say like, they don't have any authority there. Like they just have to kind of, you know, go with what's going on, but like they run it up the flagpole and like NBA didn't do anything for years. Um, once it came, like after the Mori tweet, then they caught flack for having these academies in China. And then they announced like, oh, we actually shut down the one, it, this problematic one in 2019. They just didn't publicize it at all. And I think the other two are still running in China, at least for now. But they're hmm. supposedly considering closing these down, closing these down, especially in light of this report coming out so um and, uh, jason tatum uh, have something to do with like did he go to one of these camps or something like that no i don't know he had something to say about these camps i don't know about that 
Yeah, I'm not familiar with that part. Of it. I don't want to tie his name into something. I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, just uh, it, it, it's blow the whistle worthy, but like it, it's also a serious story. So like I, I think just do better. And like the NBA has always been courting trouble um, through their relationship with China, and it's really blown up this year. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything to say, but yeah. just like watch who you get in bed with. I think you handled that topic perfectly, sir. Um, oh God. Um <laughs> Master P he he said that uh J. Cole wants to play in the NBA. And these rumors about J. Cole possibly playing in the NBA started last week when uh, he released that commercial for his new Puma shoe. Those shoes are cold. Them RS Dreamers, like, I like how those look. Can I, can I rant for a second? Oh, go ahead, man. Hershey's those shoes. I was on the Foot Locker app and before 9 o'clock on Saturday. Within nine seconds, I clicked, I refreshed, I went to buy it, sold out. Dang. The, the, the sneaker game is... is whack as fuck now like people can't even buy shoes that they're interested in because like people set up these bots to buy out entire inventories in seconds so regular ass people can't get shoes that they want like it's just it's weak and it's like the companies don't care because they liquidating their product but it's like it's it's bad for like the long-term health of sneaker culture i feel like and for mm-hmm. you know, i just pissed but Whatever, they are cold shoes and back to J. Cole trying out for the NBA. <laughs> yeah, Master P said that he was interested. And then things got even weirder uh, when the Pistons tweeted out that uh, – I'm just reading what they tweet exactly said. They added J. Cole, and they said, we see you out here. You said they only got 12 slots on the Pistons. Hit us up for that tryout. This is for all the dreamers at Bleacher Report. Hashtag Dreamville. Then I was like, y'all adding Bleacher Report too? Like, now is it just, is this an ad? What is happening now? Like, did y'all get, did everybody get paid to, to help promote this shoe and do all this stuff around this to get him a fake, a 35 year old man who's been rapping for the last yeah. 10 years is trying to, really? <laughs> really? I'm supposed to really believe this? No. He's a hey, dreamer. They giving him a shot. I think this is all ad for for that shoe. I mean, it don't matter because the shoe sold out everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's selling nothing. <laughs> he's just trying to bring hype to his name. But I'm gonna ask y'all: Do y'all think that Cole suits up in an NBA jersey? Yeah. You do? You think someone gonna sign him? I think they'll. I think they'll probably give him a legit shot. Honestly. So, I, I said, like, is he gonna get signed? Like, you don't see him in a the uniform. They'll give him a ten day. Uh, that's a real NBA game. He might get like a preseason. Like, he might get the Master P treatment. Like, they bring him in for training camp. Might get into garbage time during a, a exhibition game. He'll be on our TV in somebody's jersey. I, I mean, that's free promo. <laughs> I mean, at the, at the very least, like, <coughs> he'll bring more attention to their team than a normal. 20th uh, camp invite person would 30 sell a couple preseason old. tickets. Well, I guess now, like, they might have fans, so preseason, t- preseason tickets don't really matter. But 
Can I also say that James Harden need a haircut? He out here looking like <clears throat> rough. Like He'll be a 70s R&B singer. Sanford. A 70s R&B singer. <laughs> they be wow. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks unkempt. But yeah, J. Cole is going to try to get that tryout. They probably going to do it for the for the likes. For the grand. Um, as the NBA season is going underway, as we talked about, uh, they are already thinking about next season, as they should be. And uh, the MBPAs, Michelle Roberts pretty much said, like, if tomorrow looks like today, then a bubble probably is going to be necessary for that season to commence. So it's on their radar. Woj actually uh, tweeted as well that the NBA is trying to get fans in, in the arena next season. That's a priority for them. NBA don't see how that's going to happen. Uh, oh. But, <clears throat> hey, I guess it's worth seeing if you can try. No, nothing wrong with having a game plan, I guess. But uh, I would imagine like they'll just look at what the NFL does and try to – Mm-hmm. They're just keeping their options open right now, mm-hmm. which I mean I can understand. I don't see that working successfully, but I can I can understand. Uh, and they're also thinking about regional pods for extended periods of time. Like they're just brainstorming right now, so everything's on the table. But hey, they're they're thinking about it. The bubble might not be gone. So mm. um, it works though. It, yeah, yeah. Not so far, <laughs> but it's it's working. Um, hockey fans made the hashtag Neil for hockey trend as they were calling out the NHL's muted approach to supporting Black Lives Matter. So there were a couple teams that actually did kneel recently um, after this was done, but this social media campaign was a bunch of fans with a picture of them wearing their team gear kneeling, and they would just tweet why they were kneeling. And it was it was pretty touching, like as they were pointing out hockey has never felt like the most inclusive of sports um and hockey fans were saying like we need to do better and we can be better because initially the nhl was like we're not going to do too much like we're going to do this uh we skate for black lives they were doing a we skate for campaign that's what they were doing they weren't going to say black lives matter but they were going to you know say we skate for black lives if one um at least one player has like put his fist up for the national anthem. I, I only saw the mm-hmm. tweet, so I forgot to like it. But yeah, so at least one person is showing solidarity. And it was, uh, it might be Matt Dumba, because he actually talked before one of the, he plays for the Wild. He talked before the game about the need for hockey to be better and do better, and he kneeled by himself. Um, but, you know, he was the first player to kneel, actually, if I remember correctly, so. Okay. Uh, we'll just one really quick shout out speaking of solidarity Mike D'Antoni wore a shirt today um, that said freedom summer 64 vote and the hashtag honor heroes hashtag Michael Schwerner Andrew Goodman and James Cheney so those are the names of three people that were found dead August 4th 1964 in Mississippi so he's bringing it all the way back like showing you how long this look how long this shit has been going on and that it isn't just people within the last five to 10 years, but this shit goes back 50 plus years and really goes back 400 years. But mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to Mike D'Antoni. Dope. I do want to say too, yeah, uh, that was Matt Dumba who had his fist up. Tight. Um, and then on Monday after he kneeled, four more players kneeled. So 
Let's get it started. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I just want to draw attention to the fact that the WNBA dedicated this season to Breonna Taylor, but they're also running a campaign as well. Uh, so their campaign, as we mentioned, NHL is doing uh, the Skate for campaign, but the WNBA's campaign is Say Her Name. And they're going to be highlighting different women who were victims of police brutality throughout the season. And this particular week, they've been highlighting Sandra Bland. And um, Sandra Bland's death was one that really affected me. That one was, that mm-hmm. one, yeah, you know, they all hit you in a certain way. Like you feel something about it, but like yeah. sometimes certain ones trigger you in a different way. And Sandra Bland was one that was really triggering for me. So it's tight to see the WNBA um, saying her name too. Mm-hmm. Yep. On a lighter note, Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm-hmm. and his business partner, Danny Garcia, they partner with uh, Redbird Capital in order to purchase the XFL. And they got that for the low, low price. Fifteen million dollars mm-hmm. for the low, for the low. I mean, the XFL also had like between ten and fifty mil in liabilities. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So like, it's it ain't just fifteen to pay the liabilities too, you know, okay. eventually. But but getting still fifteen million for a whole football league doesn't seem too bad. <laughs> I just thought about ballers as soon as it's, I heard it. bro. Facts. Like, it's ballers he, in real life. Yeah, it's ballers in real life. He out here. He may actually be able to get this shit rocking and rolling too, because he got. He got mm-hmm. strings. He got money. He got strings pulling shit like that. Like plus he got uh like Fox behind him because he does the Titan game shit. So he got that's on NBC. Well NBC, but he got <laughs> production and shit like that behind him, bro. Like he got names, he got bodies, he got connections. I think he I'm, he might do a good job with the shit. I mean the issue is the same issue that cl- forced it to close in the first place is can, uh, the pandemic. So like he yeah. can't do shit with it right now. Um he's gotta sit on it. Yeah, I'm sure he probably. Too. I'm pretty sure he probably figured that it was probably go plan some shit out. He probably used the Maybe. time to plan some shit out and bring it back and redo a repackage of it. Because ain't saying letting it go. A pandemic can't last forever, right? Like this ain't gonna <laughs> be forever, right, guys? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel shit. I feel like it's been. For, I feel like it's been forever now, shit. Yeah. And like. He could Vince could have just did this shit from the beginning. Like, didn't Charlie Episode yeah. just want to buy the XFL? Like, pretty much the same shit that The Rock is buying now. Like, mm-hmm. bro, you could have saved yourself hundreds of millions of dollars. Hey, pride let him fall. Huh? Pride let him fall. You know, Vince Vince got that ego. He went about to sell nothing to, to, to Charlie. He was like, Mm-mm, I'd <laughs> rather go broke. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. Here we are. But congrats okay. to the Rock. I, I, I mean, the XFL congrats. had potential. Like it, it didn't it get did. shut down because it was trash. You got shut down mm-hmm. because of COVID. Like I enjoyed the XFL. It was, me, it was a small time it was on. Too. Yeah. It was something different. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm it glad was something to do, Rock. something to watch on Saturday. Yeah, and I'm glad the Rock's bringing it back eventually after the pandemic. That won't last mm-hmm. forever. And it's tight that it's full circle because like he got into wrestling because he got cut from minor league football, well Canadian football, but mm-hmm. what's essentially a minor league football league, <laughs> and now he's blown up and is rich as fuck, and now yeah. he comes back and buys a minor league football team, uh, football league. So mm-hmm. full circle, yeah. 
And speaking of ownership, uh, Patrick Mahomes, y'all know him. Mahomes boy. Back in Kansas City. Mahomes, black quarterback. He purchased the stake in the KC Royals, becoming the youngest owner in pro sports history, according to Ian Rappaport. Because that can be argued because um, someone's child is on a, a mm-hmm. ownership group. I forget whose child it is, but it's either like Sierra's or Serena's. Serena's. It's Serena. Serena's. I think, yeah, I thought it was her daughter. Yeah, someone I was like, her daughter was part of ownership team too as well. Mm-hmm. But congrats to Pat. This is tight. Congrats. Congratulations, brother. It's time to turn up a little bit. Blow the whistle. All right, now, that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. Go on ahead, so my blow the whistle is on Oklahoma State Representative Sean Roberts. Um, Last week, he made headlines for threatening to pull state tax breaks uh, to the Oklahoma City Thunder if their players decided to kneel for the national anthem in the NBA's restart. He said, and I quote, if the Oklahoma City Thunder leadership and players followed the trend of the NBA by kneeling during the national anthem prior to Saturday's game, perhaps we need to re-examine the significant tax break. The state of Oklahoma granted the OKC Thunder organization when they came to Oklahoma. He went on to say, by kneeling during the playing of the national anthem the nba and its players are showing disrespect to the american flag and all that it stands for this anti-patriotic act makes clear the nba support of the black lives matter group and its goal of defunding our nation's police its ties to marxism and its efforts to destroy nuclear families now ignoring all the shit that we've already debunked about the myths surrounding kneeling um how the fuck did you get to black lives matter equals the destruction of nuclear families like what the <laughs> like i don't even like they just pulling shit out their ass at this yeah, point like, like um and like, i i hate giving i hate giving shine to any shit like this but it's just it's stupid and like it, it's all political theater like this motherfucker. First of all, you're not gonna you're not going to pull any tax breaks to the Thunder because that's the whole kit and caboodle. Like that's what you did to get them there. Kids they generate millions of dollars of revenue for the state. They put your whole dunk ass state on the map in the first Damn. place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and really, like I'm sure Seattle would love to have their team back. So mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Pull the only reason that this team wants to be in your state. Glad they go back. Exactly. <laughs> um, so such a dumbass up, Sean Roberts. Facts B. Fuck him. Well, my blood whistle was on goofy ass Cardinals. So came out that if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Story came out that the reason why the Cardinals got sick was because the motherfuckers took their ass to, to hold on. To Pato? Okay, so the, the you can't give the direct correlation. What you can say is that prior to Cardinals players mm-hmm. testing positive for COVID, they were seen at Pato. So they weren't uh, adhering to really strict, you know, personal social distancing or thinking like, okay, I'm gonna just chill at the hotel and be be safe. They were like, we going to the we going to Pato. So y'all brought your asses into town, into somebody else's <laughs> city. Yeah, and no. went to they, they casino. 
They casino, knowing damn well you're supposed to be chilling. And wait, then you went to the casino who just laid off 1,600 employees. They ain't got no damn money. So you went to that casino to try to win money when they just let go of all these employees. They not handing out no kind of money at all. So you really wasted your trip to go down to that dirty-ass casino to lose your money. He really trying to get us uh, sued by Pato right now. (laughs) Well, I can't say, hey, listen. We doing like tracing. Like we tracing. Like first it. You- we doing tracing. Hey, I, I you put the article out there. It's already out there. It ain't my fault. Hey, I worded <laughs> it the way I did on exactly. purpose. Exactly. Right. Like, they ain't, much like Rudy Gobert. Like you can't say he got it from touching microphones, but he disregarded safety procedures that were in place, and he wound up catching COVID. It's not a one-to-one correlation, but call yeah. You can call it spade a spade. <laughs> no, because it <laughs> play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> they put themselves in that situation. Like, why the fuck would you go to the casino? And then they wondering why these motherfuckers is catching like wildfire, yeah. bro. So I'm blowing the whistle on the Cardinals players because they've just been dumb. Like it wasn't like yeah. it just randomly popped up. Like y'all just literally were being dumb, like t- to the fullest, and didn't give a shit about nobody else. And now look at you. So I'm blowing the whistle on. Them. And there you have it. Top five time. Five, five four, three, two, one. Tech, tech top five. five. Last week's tech top five was top wide receivers in the NFL. Eric. Ran away with it. Won this past week. Congrats, sir. Congratulations, my good sir. The one that doesn't the one that doesn't watch football. Pro football. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Then you say um, you just took the Madden ratings. <laughs> I mean, I I, that was the inspiration. Like I looked at their list and then just picked the five people that I knew. And that it worked. Hilarious. It worked for the dub. For the dub. This week we're doing top five drinks you order at the bar. I mean, the you bar. can't go to a bar right now, but let's remember this over happier times when you used to step out for a little bit and uh you head up to the bar and you go to the bartender with your top five orders. Okay, so number five. Five. Uh, <laughs> five. I'm gonna go old fashioned. What okay. kind? What way? I, I just know. I want to know how you drink yours, boss. Brandy or whiskey? Make it. Brandy or whiskey? Whiskey. Sour or sweet? Sweet. Ugh, you get okay. a whiskey sour. <laughs> <laughs> old fashioned whiskey sweet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Four, if they, it's available, do say lemonade. Hoven B. Okay. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with a dirty martini. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Vodka and cranberry. Dirty. Number two is dirty martini. You know I love dirty martinis. You love olives and olive Filthy. juice. Which is and weird. I have them. Like, I have to take it neat. Listen, dirty <laughs> martinis are so disgusting. It tastes like dirt water and alcohol. That's your opinion. I fuck with them. Number one, uh, crown apple and cranberry. There you go. It's just the go-to now. Okay. For me, I know some people's gonna be Jack and Coke. You done, you done, you done took your wife's drink over, huh? She done got you converted. Did she do that? Yeah. I mean, that's her. That's her drink. Pretty sure I thought. We'll we'll, we'll have to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Do y'all soulmates? Y'all had the same drink. Right. 
y'all, y'all drinking palettes are in alignment. No, they ain't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they ain't. Eric, your list, I'm very curious to hear what your list is because uh, you don't drink. It's I don't drink. Um, and I tried to outsource my list to my wife and she couldn't come up with five. So you about to get my non-alcoholic <laughs> uh, top five <laughs> drinks at a bar. I'm not mad at it, fam. So uh, five, got the standard water. Okay. Ice, go ice water. Water. <laughs> yeah, ice water. Throw, throw some of them cubes in that joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 water on the rocks, if you will. On the rocks. <laughs> on the rocks. Oh, you fancy. Water on the rocks. We get some H2O on the rocks. Thank you, sir. Uh, four. Uh, I'm going to go with ginger ale. Like, it, you know, you, you're in a bar. You need something with a little bite. A little bite lust. <laughs> a little time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, three, I'm gonna go with a virgin pina colada. I don't if know you like pina colada, had it on vacation, that shit was lit. Um, two, I haven't had one in some years, but when I used to go to Red Lobster as a child, I used to get the kitty cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious, Shirley Temple. There you go. Uh, and number one is my standard lemonade. Lemonade, no Arnold Palmer. I love Arnold Palmer. You want to run that back? What'd you say? <laughs> it's like Arnold Palmer's. I love those. Mm. They're delicious. Yeah, but everybody don't get it right. And you got to have the right type of tea and the right type yeah, of lemonade. Yeah. You know, they have to put in the right amount of tea and the right amount of lemonade. Yeah. 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 But when they get it right, it's delicious. That is true. That's, that is very true. All right. So, um, I pretty much stopped drinking heavy alcohol two years. time we started the show. Two years, like slightly after, like two years ago or so. Um, and I used to just drink wines um, and wine coolers of the such. And now um, I don't really, I don't, like I said, I don't drink at all. So I had to kind of go back into my old days of what I used to enjoy to drink. So way back yeah, so it's a mix of what I used to like and then what I like now. So here we go. Number five, okay. I am going to go with um, let me go with a hard cider. Do I need to be more particular than that? Or we all accept just hard cider? I think you need to be specific. I need a brand? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Let me go with, uh, let me go with an Angry Orchard. It's a hard apple cider. Okay. Uh, number mm. four, I am going to go with a. Mm, I'm gonna go with what my go-to is now in the bar. I'm put this a little bit lower because I know y'all alcoholics who listening. You know what I'm saying? Y'all <laughs> like the I like the liquor. So I'll pause. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna put my my current go-to drink number one, but number four, I have a cranberry and ginger beer. Delicious. Mm. Got to make sure that ginger beer is not an alcoholic though, but. It's pretty much like having a ginger ale and cranberry, but more spicy. Like it's it's delicious. Uh, number three, I am going to go with uh, crown vanilla on ice. Mm. That's my go-to on the rocks. Give me the crown on the rocks. That sounds pretty good. Crown royal on ice. Shout out to Jill Scott. Mm. <laughs> number two. I am going to go with an old favorite of mine. I know Hennessy gets a bad rep nowadays. It's a little spicy on the chest. Yeah. Yeah, burn a little. But I'm going to go with Henny and ginger ale. 
Shout out to Mayor Hawthorne. Great song. Great drink. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, and number one, I am going to go with a brandy old fashioned. You got to make it sour, though. And if you're not from Wisconsin, I know you're probably like, who makes an old fashioned with brandy? And to that, I say we do. <laughs> we do, and they are delicious. And that is the way that you drink an old fashioned. Okay. You drink it with brandy. Also, I, I'm a little bougie when I used to drink about old fashions because that's something that Wisconsin is known for, are mm-hmm. old fashions. And I would go out of state and I was like, can I get an old fashioned? When they didn't ask me no questions, I was like, this ain't going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't ask me what liquor I want or how I, like, way I take it, I'm, it's not about to be good. But yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to the old fashioned. All right. Um, so I'm a beer drinker, so I have beer on mine. Um, number five, uh, Modelo. You don't win. That's what Wisconsin was. Uh, <laughs> Modelo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's number five. Uh, number four, Spotted Cow. Okay. Um, three, I love Long Islands. Oh, you went from, went yeah, from beer it. to the hardest uh, yeah. drink. Uh, Long Islands. And then um, number two, Jack and Coke. Um, number one, Crown Apple and Coke. He going to run away with it like the dish with the spoon, bro. Crown Apple and Coke? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love, yeah. I think Diet Coke is actually better. Really? I don't think I've ever heard Crown Apple and Coke before. Yeah, try it. I won't, but that's interesting. Try <laughs> <laughs> it. Like, that's interesting. Maybe I'll take a sip. I'd probably be drunk, so I don't know if I want all that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the list this week, though. Top, tech Top 5. We hope that y'all will vote on the list. You will Indeed. see that across our social medias. Uh, so make sure you vote. Let us know what will be on your list. What's your top five drinks at the bar? We want to know that as well. Um, reminder, share the show. 20 Do shares it. and you get the fight video. Get Fight or race? Er, my fault. Race video. <laughs> I was like, damn, they started fighting at the bar? Shit. I didn't even see that video yet. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's bonus footage and shit. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Fist the cuffs. <laughs> Getting in the ring. Nah, my fault. Race video. Yeah, man, like race video fight club. Oh, God. Bonus assignment. If y'all can think of other like athletic endeavors that you want to see us do, th- throw some out. Please don't have me out here running, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> see, you say that, and now everybody's going to suggest you running. Exactly. I ain't got no knees, fam. Y'all trying hey, to hurt me. Oh, God, no hey, knees. listen, you better rub something together and move them. <laughs> what? <laughs> rub something together and move them. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all come on back next week. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter, Instagram, and PSN, at Camille Monet. C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E because your mom is fancy. Quick reminder, if you do not know me, please do not add me on Facebook. I will not accept it. I'm just going to say that one more time. I'm getting a lot of weird friend requests. (laughs) Please (laughs) don't send me it because I already have a hard enough time remembering people who I do know. So y'all got to stop. Not on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, PSN. That's cool. Not Facebook. All right.
Oh, uh, at Bushman on Twitter. That's all y'all get? Goddamn right. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram and Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z V number three AKA ass catch him AKA Mister Give it to me. <laughs> I guess I see you next lifetime. Did, did you do that last week? Nope. Yeah, you did. I think you did. That's a repeat, though. That one's been done before, hasn't it? I don't know. We didn't know. <laughs> it was garbage and garbage now. <laughs> we'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.